0: Well, hello, and God bless you. Welcome to BlendCouragesYou.com, where we are here with the word from the Lord to help keep you encouraged to stay on the wall for the Lord. My name is Blend, and as always, I give God glory, honor, and praise for being here with all of you on this episode number 326 of our podcast. Well, BCU family, we are just days away from the day that is set aside to celebrate the birth of Christ. I did a podcast on these events years ago, and I'd like to revisit that with you. So please go ahead and take this time to get your Bibles, your notebooks, something to write with, and settle on in. Blaine encourages You is coming to you with how great is our God. That's what's coming up. Next. All right everybody, we're going to get into our podcast content momentarily. Before we do that, I'd love to establish protocol. So whether you are a first-time listener or a long-time listener, we are so delighted that you chose blendcourageus.com for your encouragement today. And If you haven't already done so, I'd love for you to consider making our relationship permanent. So wherever you are listening from, be it on the BlendCouragesYou.com site, Amazon Music, Anchor Radio, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, wherever you are listening from, please go ahead and hit the subscribe button. And that gets you in as an official part of the BCU family. Welcome. All right, BCU family. So we're going to get into our lesson in just a moment. As was said in the introduction, we are days away from the 25th of December. And of course, that depends on when you're listening uh, to this podcast or reading this particular post. Nonetheless, uh, we want to express the fact that the 25th of December is the day that we set aside To honor the birth of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. The reason that I wanted to make sure that I emphasize that point is because there is no biblical scripture that says when Christ was actually born. So there's no date given. Uh, It's just something that we do special to honor him. And that being said, on, on top of that, I just want to remind all of us that anyone that has been born again, according to Acts 2.38, you've repented, you've been baptized in the name of Jesus for the remission of your sins, and you've got the Holy Ghost residing down on the inside. That means that Jesus lives down on the inside, and our lives should reflect that every day. It just shouldn't happen during a particular season or a particular day. It should be every day. Amen. 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 So let's dig into what the Lord gave me um, in regard to the birth of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ um, and how that God just works things out so beautifully. And He gave it to me in four simple points prophecy, situation, solution and lesson. All right, BCU family. So let's look at the scriptures here and break this down into those four areas, prophecy, situation, solution, and lesson. So the first place we want to look is Micah, the book of Micah, chapter five. And we want to specifically look at verse number two. All right, and that reads, but thou Bethlehem, Ephrathah, though thou be little among the thousands of Judah, yet out of thee shall he come forth unto me that is to be ruler in Israel, whose goings forth have been from of old from everlasting. So that he that Micah is referring to Is Jesus. So that was the prophecy that Jesus would be born in Bethlehem. All right, so stay with me on this, BCU family. Now, where you want to go is the book of Luke. Go to the book of Luke and make your way, if you would, to chapter 2. Luke chapter 2. And I will read in your hearing verses 1 through 6. All right, and then we'll break down um, the situation and solution. So we've got the prophecy down. And let's read these scriptures, and then we'll talk situation and solution. All right, so verse number 1 from Luke chapter 2 says this, And it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. Verse number 2 says, And this taxing was first made when Cyrenius was the governor of Syria. So that was some background there in verse number two. Verse three says, and all went to be taxed, everyone into his own city. Verse number four says, and Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea, Judea unto the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house of and lineage of David verse 5 says he went there to be taxed with Mary his espoused wife being great with child and finally verse number six says and so it was that while they were there the days were accomplished that she should be delivered So let's talk situation and then talk solution. And I'm going to sort of go backward in these scriptures, if you will. So going to verse number five in Luke chapter two, this lets us to know that Mary was great with child. And that is just simply saying that she was due at any moment. All right. So that's verse number five. I'm going to jump around here a little bit. Going back to verse number four. Going back to verse number four, it says that Joseph went up out of Galilee and he was trying to make his way to Bethlehem. Now, between these two places, everybody, it's about 70 miles or so. And when we think about 70 miles in our time here and now, you know, I can get 70 miles, give or take, in about an hour, maybe an hour and and 15 minutes, something along those lines, depending on traffic, all right, that's in a, in a vehicle, (laughs) think about this, 70 miles, when you are nine months pregnant, and you are probably riding the back of a donkey, That is no small deal. It is no small deal whatsoever. I'm sure that Mary was uncomfortable. The scriptures don't say that Um, having given birth. I'm sure she was very uncomfortable and to be able to, to ride like that and to not fuss or complain. The scriptures do not say anything about her fussing or complaining or anything like that. It is remarkable. I digress, but I just wanted to put that out there. All right. So that's our situation. That's our situation that they needed to get from point A to point B. All right. So the solution, and and think about this before I get into the solution is that, remember the prophecy said that Jesus was going to be born in Bethlehem. That was the prophecy. Yet Joseph and Mary are in Nazareth slash Galilee, 70 miles away. So that's the situation. Here enters the solution here enters the solution. So in Luke chapter two, remember verse one says, and it came to pass that Caesar Augustus, he decreed that all the world should be taxed. All right. He decreed that he decreed that. And because of that law being passed or that decree, Joseph being obedient to the laws of that land, he left Galilee All right. And it says in verse number four of Luke chapter two, he went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea, into the city of David, you all, which is called Bethlehem because he was of the house and lineage of David. My goodness, my goodness. So With this, I'm so excited about this. This was the solution, everybody. This was the solution. This was the way to get Jesus to be born where Micah said he would. And what I get out of this is such a powerful lesson that God used a carnal government official to make his word or his promise come to pass. I mean, he obviously, the Lord <laughs> spoke to this man to the Caesar Augustus and said, "You know what? It's time for attacks to happen. It's time for tax to happen. Everyone needs to go into their own home city." So God did that in order to make His word come to pass. He is just that powerful. He is just that powerful. He is just that powerful. Oh, uh, BCU family, I got to tell you, this excites me. This excites me. The power of God excites me. Let me tell you why. I've got to give you another scripture. This particular scripture, I want to say that I heard on my birthday years and years ago in my early saved life, and it blesses me every time I see, read, or hear it. And it is Proverbs 21 and 1, and it declares that the king's heart is in the hand of the Lord. as the rivers of water, he meaning God turns it withsoever he will. I'm going to say that one more time. the king's heart is in the hand of the Lord and as the rivers of water, the Lord turns it withsoever he will. When we think about that BCU family, This helps us to understand who God really is and how he organizes our circumstances to accomplish his perfect will. I mean, that kind of power, do we really really understand or grasp how powerful God is? While we may not understand or like our current circumstances and situations, we don't always get why it is that we feel led to go here or to go there or to do or to say this. What it is, is is that God has all of our hearts in his hand, and he turns those hearts, my God, he turns them to do whatever it is that he wants to be done. hmm He is just that kind of God. So we may not understand it. We may not understand it. But with his grace and help, what we do need to do is to trust that God knows exactly what he's doing. All right, BCU family, so let's talk bottom line. So there are a couple things that I want to mention here. I'm going back to the very last thing that we talked about in regard to current situations and sometimes them not Quite being how we like it. Um, our current situation sometimes can be very uncomfortable just like Mary had to ride you know for 70 miles you know um, probably on the back of an animal perhaps they walked I'm not really sure um, but how uncomfortable that must have been for her being nine months pregnant yet that was God's perfect will for his son to be born In the place where it was prophesied. So we have to look at this from the angle of Romans chapter 8, verse 28. And many of us know this scripture that we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. So it's that one small word. All that we have to keep in mind. So even the things that are not pleasant, that we don't like, that are a little prickly for us, that are sticky for us, they're all working together. They're all working together for good. We didn't say that they were all good individually, but they're working together for our good. Amen? Amen. And then the other thing to remember is um, this final scripture I'm going to leave with you is from Psalm 62 and 11. God has spoken once, twice have I heard this, that power belongs to God. Oh, amen. That is such an awesome reminder that the power belongs to God. We serve an all-powerful, all-knowing, wonderful savior who knows everything BCU fam and does arrange things so that he is glorified, he is honored, and he is praised and that his will will be done. So it's in our best interest with his help and with his grace to go ahead and yield to what it is that he says, knowing the outcome is going to be perfect. Amen. Amen. BCU fam, every time I look at this set of scriptures and how God did things, it just blows my hair back. God is just so great and he is so precise in what he's doing. And if he can do all of what we talked about today to make sure that his son got here to save us, how much more can he do for us in our lives? So let's take all of this to the Lord in prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before you today, Lord, and we just want to start off as always by saying thank you. Thank you so much for illuminating us and reminding us about the birth of your son, Jesus, through the scriptures. We thank you for that. We thank you, Lord, because of your strategic way of doing things, because you're perfect in all of your ways, that you arrange everything according to how you want it done so that you're glorified, honored, and praised, and so that your will and purpose is accomplished. And we thank you, Lord, because we know that we can trust you with the details of our lives as well. Some of us may be going through some things that we don't quite understand. Nonetheless, Lord, we want to trust you. We want to lean on you. We want to to depend on you. We want to hear what it is that you're saying. And with your help, walk in the steps that you have ordered for us. The steps of a righteous man are ordered and you delight, Lord, in their way. So help us to walk in the way that you would want us to so that your perfect will is accomplished. You'll be honored and glorified. And we, as always, as we're looking to hear, will hear, well done, thou good and faithful servant, enter thou into the joy of the Lord. We thank you for everyone listening here today. We pray your special blessings upon each and every person, Lord. And we're going to continue to give your name, praise, glory, and honor in Jesus. Jesus name we pray and we thank you. Amen. Well, BCU fam, as usual, I'm curious to know what your thoughts are about our content today. So if you have not already done so, please make your way to the comment section, wherever you are, you can always head to the blendcouragesyou.com site as well. Go ahead and head down to that comment section, leave a comment and let's continue our conversation. Well, BCU family, it is time for me to sign off. Once again, this is Blen from you.com here. Thank you so much for your prayerful support and for listening in. And Lord will. And until the next time we are together, may our amazing God continue to bless you, keep you, make his face to shine upon you and give you all peace as you stay on the wall.